Father, we thank you, God. Yes, Father. Thank you, Father, just because of who you are, God. God, I glorify you, God. I honor you. I lift your name up on high, Father. Father, you are worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised, Father. Thank you for saving my soul, Father. Father, thank you for saving the souls of me, Father, who are listening, Father, those you called to listen to this message, Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus for your promises, God. Thank you, Father, for keeping me reminded of who you are. Not only of who you are, Heavenly Father, but who I am in you, Father. Father, I thank you, Heavenly Father, for picking me up. Turning me around and placing my feet on solid ground. Father, thank you for the foundation, Lord. Thank you for the foundation, Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing me to know, Father, the season that we're in, God. Thank you for your constant communication, Father. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that's guiding me, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you for allowing me to be obedient to you, Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for blocking every every attack that the enemy tried to see in Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you for shielding and protecting us, Father, even during this time, Father. Father, I thank you, Father, because of who you are, God. And if I had 10,000 times, Father, saying thank you just would not be enough, Heavenly Father. Father, I owe you my life, Father. Father, thank you for saving my soul, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you for allowing me to do a greater work, Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing me to represent you, Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, I lift your name up, Heavenly Father. Father, I praise your holy name, God. Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Father, thank you for the word that's been delivered, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing me to share this prophetic word, Heavenly Father. Father, I ask that you completely decrease me, Heavenly Father, and fill me with your spirit, Heavenly Father, so that the listeners can hear you, Heavenly Father, so that the listeners can feel you, Heavenly Father, so that the listeners can choose this day, Father, that they will serve you, Father, and turn from their wicked ways, Father. Father, forgive us for our sins, Heavenly Father. Father, we repent right now, Father, Father, we're asking you for forgiveness, Father, and we choose today to turn from that thing, Heavenly Father, for whatever it is that's getting in the way of us seeing and receiving your love, Father. Father, we ask you to remove it right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Father, because we don't want it, Heavenly Father. Father, we know that there is life in Christ, God. We know that there is power in Christ, Heavenly Father. So, Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for calling us right now, Father. Father, I loose and I bind every demonic attack, Heavenly Father, to come against this message and this prayer right now, Father. Father, I, I 
are losing our minds. Every demonic spirit, Heavenly Father, is coming against, Heavenly Father. Everything that you are getting ready to speak out right now, Heavenly Father. Father, I bind depression, Heavenly Father. I bind anger and competition, Father, and anything that does not look like you, Heavenly Father. Father, loose it right now and send it back to the pits of hell where it belongs, Heavenly Father, because it has no place, Heavenly Father, in our temple, God. So, Father, right now, I'm thanking you, Father, for victory right now, Father, because you said that whatever we may go through, Heavenly Father, that the battle is already won, Father, and all we have to do is believe and know, Heavenly Father, that vengeance is yours, Heavenly Father, that you go before us, Heavenly Father, and you fight for us, Heavenly Father. So, Father, I thank you for fighting for us, Heavenly Father, so that no sickness can come upon us, no death can come upon us, no poverty can come upon us, anything, Heavenly Father, does not represent you cannot come against us, Father. Father, we thank you for your amazing grace, Father. Father, we thank you for your amazing mercy, Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, because there is no one like you, Heavenly Father. There is no one like you, Father. Father, we thank you right now, Father, for provision, Father. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for being our provider, Father. Father, we thank you for being able to just accept our praise and our worship, Father. Father, thank you for our weapons, Heavenly Father. Father, you said that we come equipped, Heavenly Father. Father, because we all have a praise on the inside, God. So, Father, I'm thanking you for the praise that's down on the inside of my belly, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you for the fire that's ignited in me, Heavenly Father. Father, allow this fire to touch every listener, Heavenly Father. To allow this, this fire to, to break off every chain, Heavenly Father, that's, that, that, that that's, that that got their mind, Father. That got their soul, Heavenly Father. That got their bodies, Heavenly Father. Father, I ask you to loosen right now, Father. Touch them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. God, I ask for you to do these things, Father. I'm believing in you to do these things, Heavenly Father. And I touch and agree with every soul who are in agreement to this prayer, Heavenly Father, that it is done and it is so. In Jesus' holy, 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 holy name, I pray. Amen. souls um anytime I'm in the spirit and right when it's time for me to get out of the spirit it I, I be feeling weird I'm not gonna lie because I know that it's not me right but it's the power of God and so when I feel the spirit leaves I guess you would call that humbleness. I don't know, but I'm just like, okay, y'all. Like, that wasn't me. Like, that was all God. I'm just the vessel. And I, it's my prayer every day that God completely decreased me and filled me with his spirit. So we give God all the honor, the glory, and the praises. Heavenly Father, thank you, Father. Praise your holy name. Y'all, so um, I'm getting ready to share a word, right? I'm getting ready to share a word, and this is this is a, a prophet word, okay? And we're gonna be coming from we're gonna be coming from the book of 
Psalm. Yeah, Psalm. And it's actually Psalm 23, uh, which is a very popular um, scripture um, that's highly quoted. Uh, but I'm afraid not many of us really understand it, right? And so in order for us to understand a thing, we have to first have experience of it, right? So you can't truly understand it until you go through it and you get the lesson out of it, right? So we, we're going to Psalms 23. And thank you, Father, for transformation, Father. Thank you, Father, for transformation, Father. Father, thank you for transformation from our heads, our toes, our mind, body, and soul, Father. We thank you for this transformation, Father. We thank you, Father. Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory, hallelujah, God. Okay, so, so I'm going to be coming from Psalms uh, 23, right? Uh, and I'm going to start. So, this is uh, David. David has written this psalm. And... The point of the psalm, I feel like the message that David was trying to get across is the fact that we must trust in God, right? Because he is our provider. We must trust in God because um, he's literally our only hope. And um, he's the only one who could give us eternal life and security. So how many of you guys struggled with security? My entire life, I struggled with security. My entire life, I struggled with trying to, you know, make ends meet. And when I say make ends meet, I'm not saying just trying to make ends meet in terms of finances, but just period, like ideas and, you know, um, strategies and um just so many different ways I was trying to do it on my own. Um, and my prayer is constantly thanking God for the foundation, my foundation, because it has been rocky over the last couple of years. And now my, my foundation is finally laid, okay? It's finally laid and it's finally laid, okay? Uh, because I know that God is the head of my foundation. So if any of you guys remember, on January 7th, I posted a, um, a video of a whole lot of birds. I posted this on my Instagram story, and if I'm not mistaken, it also went over to my Facebook stories as well. And underneath that picture, I said that there was a shift coming, okay? And then that was that. All of those birds, like it had to be 
a million birds and I am not over exaggerating there were a lot of birds birds on the power lines birds on the traffic lights birds in the field and I had to record it and God had me to um, go to Google and and type the biblical was the biblical meaning of ravens right mind you I'm at the traffic light so the biblical meaning of ravens uh, means God provision. And so how many of you know that, how many of you know what God's provisions are? One of the main provision is the fact that God provides, right? God provides our every need what you may be going through in this season or what it may look like in this season, God is wanting you to seek him, okay? He's wanting you to seek him because he said that he had already went and he made a, a way, way before you. So when you look at the word provision, pro means before, right? Pro means that, 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 that it, pretty much happened already. Okay. And vision just clearly, it just means to see, right? So when you look at the King James version dictionary of the word provision, I love the second definition where it says, uh, things provided preparation measures taken beforehand, either for security, defense, or attack, or for the supply of wants. Okay. You guys, me and my family, we've been in Dallas for about since basically January 1st, okay? We, we, we've been here since January 1st. On January 7th, I posted that video of those birds. I went and I worked at a school. And at this school, God was like, once I left for the day, God immediately started to, to, to talk to me, right? And he was communicating to me about cycles ending, right? And a lot of us are literally leaving out of a cycle and going into a new cycle. And this new cycle is the, the path that God had already made or laid before us. And so that all God wants us to do is to continue to trust him. And God wants us to not forget the things that he's already done for us in the past, right? So when I moved out here to Dallas, all I could hear is the Donald Lawrence song. Don't forget to remember where your blessings come from. That song kept ringing, ringing, ringing in my head. And I'm like, God, I would, I could literally never forget where my blessings come from. So like, you know, like, no, I could never forget. But what the Holy Spirit was communicating was that don't forget that God is the one who brought you and your family to this new city. And don't forget that he will continue to make a way because sometimes, a lot of times, you know, when we don't hear from God, we get antsy and we start making moves on our own. And so I feel like that's what the Holy Spirit was communicating with me. Like, no, continue to obey God, continue to trust God and continue to wait for his instructions. Right. So here I am just looking for um, um, 
just looking for additional work outside of the full-time job God had called me to. I knew I was coming out here to start my ministry, right? But the problem was I allowed flesh to take over. So I felt it was necessary that I get a nine to five job because I'm thinking that's what what I need, right? And so with doing that, it literally took me out of alignment. And so God had to come and remind me, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. And, and I had to catch myself because the, the moment you forget, that's a dangerous place to be in. When you forget certain things, especially take me for example, I knew the miracles that God was performing on my behalf in Houston, even out here in Dallas still today. I, like I knew those things. But like I said, when you allow worldly things to get in the way, distractions to get in the way, that could easily pull you out of alignment with God. And so that's what happened with me, right? So um, I was at work. Once I left work, I ended up leaving work. And once I left work, I just kept saying a whole lot of eights. And I'm like, okay, God, what are you communicating? And I know eights mean transformation. It means deliverance. It means new beginnings, um, b beautiful meanings, right? And so as I'm traveling home, the sun is shining like so beautiful, right? And all I see is all these fields and God have me looking at these fields and he actually had me recording these fields while I'm, fields while I'm driving. And all I could hear was, the Lord is my shepherd, right? All I could hear was, was the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God took me to Psalm 23. And Psalm 23, we're going to go ahead and read it. I am going to be reading it from the NIV. And it says, the Lord is my shepherd. No, we're actually going to be reading it from the King James Version. It's just something about the way, the the the. Okay, so it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod, thy staff, thy comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Okay? And with that, Psalm 23 is a very popular scripture. You know, a lot of people 
could recite it without referring back to the Bible. But a lot of people also fail to understand exactly what the scripture means, right? Um, and I feel like in order for you to really understand it, you have to first experience it, which means you have to first go through it um, to get that wisdom. Like once you gain the lesson from whatever it was God was trying to teach. So when we hear that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want, you know, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I hear that the Lord is my provider, right? And he provides all my needs, right? For me, he provides healing, protection, uh, Clothing, food, shelter. He, he provides everything that I need to survive in this earthly realm. And so what's interesting to me is that in Luke chapter 12, verses 24. Okay. If you guys are familiar with Luke chapter 12, verses 24. Jesus is basically talking to the disciples about ravens, right? Mind you, I've seen a whole lot of ravens, y'all. I, I kid you not, it had to be millions of ravens, okay? And this is what Luke chapter 12, verse 24 reads. This is NIV version. It says, consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. You guys, if that's not like, like that's the definition of provision. The fact that the ravens, the birds have somewhere to sleep. The ravens have somewhere to have something to eat every single day. And you are much greater than that. Because God is the supplier. God makes sure you are taken care of. Because he already went before you. God said that he is your beginning. And he is also your ending. He is the beginning. He is the ending. So that means that he knows our beginning. And he knows our ending. And all we have to do is to continue to trust him. All we have to do is continue to have faith in him. All we have to do, okay, is to remember that God is able. And... So, Jesus reminding the disciples that God has everything covered. Like, no matter what it looked like, no matter what you may be going through in your life right now, whatever the situation you have to believe and you have to know that God has it taken care of. One thing I could tell you is that when all hell breaks loose, when things ain't going your way, when it seems like you've been attacked from, when it seems like you may be getting attacked from every which angle inside, you have to know that there's always a blessing on the other side of that. Because one thing I do know is that I'm a soldier, right? I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. And one thing God has shown me time and time again 
since he has called me is that I'm a warrior and he gave me the weapon and my weapon is praise and worship. My daughter just had another fever the other day and God allowed me to lay hands on my baby and that fever was gone the next day. Period. Period. Because guess what? I'm a prayer, a prayer. I pray. I worship. And you can do the same thing. So when you are facing trouble, when things are not even just when you're facing trouble, but it's a lifestyle, y'all. You're going through it. And even when times are great, whatever, you still praise them so that when it is time to fight, God did say, yes, the battle is already won, but you have a part to take in it as well. And the part that you take is you opening up your mouth and you worshiping God. Because every time you worship God, guess what? You're, you're, you're defeating the devil. Like you're throwing darts at the devil because the devil hate the word of God. The devil hate worship. The devil hate these things. So lift your voice up. Okay? Some... Um, 23 and 2. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. So, as I told y'all, while I was um, leaving work and I was driving home, God had me reflecting on the grassland. And the grass, it's, y'all, there's so much grass. Like, it's beautiful. Like, little, I call them mountains. Mountains and hills and, Oh, like it's beautiful like oh my gosh and I, I know that air quality is so much different than Houston like it feels so much lighter here like like we live in Dallas but we're actually in um Grand Prairie so we're in between Dallas and Fort Worth okay and so um Speaking of Grand Prairie, um, prairie means a large open area of grassland, okay? A large open area of grassland. That's what prairie means. My family and I live in Grand Prairie, okay? And... While I was leaving home, I mean, while I was leaving work to go home, and God had me to look at all the land, Psalm 23 came to me. And I could hear the Holy Spirit reciting Psalm 23. And me zooming in on, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. So for those of you who don't know, shepherds create enclosures where the sheep can rest, right? Where the sheep can rest at night in safety as well as eat. Or in other words, green pastures is a place for us to rest under the shepherd's watchful eye. The shepherd will be God. Which means that no matter what 
we may be going, what, what may, which means that no matter what may be going on in the world, God will have you resting safely in his arms. This virus that's going on, many people getting sick, many people not being able to work. Like, y'all, it's 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 some it's some it's some tough times right now. But what world are you a part of? Because the kingdom of God, we don't we're not experiencing what the world is experiencing. And that's why God said that he had already prepared the way before us. He's already laid the, he's already made it laid, he laid it out already for us. So the world wants you to be in fear. The world wants you to think that, you know, um, that there's no hope. But that's not true. He leaded me beside the still waters. With whatever's going on in the world, your mind is at peace, right? So whatever's going on, like I said, the virus and um, just whatever, your body is at peace. Your soul is at peace. Your heart is at peace. Like you're planted like a tree, not being moved. About what's going on around the world because you're in the safety of God's arm. So anything could, like maybe, like you could literally be sitting in the middle of or at the eye of the storm and just be really at peace because God got you, right? He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. A new creature. You will be made a new creature. God is saying that in this new cycle, mind you, when I left the school, I kept saying eight. And then the name of the school was called Luna. Luna. Luna means moon. And then I leave out of the building, walk into my car. I see a whole lot of eights, y'all. Eights mean new beginnings, ending of a cycle, transformation, deliverance. It's a beautiful number. And where it says, he restores my soul, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That means that... He will make you like you are literally a new like if you answered the call to go higher in God, then God said that you are a new creature. And he said that the things of the past is no more. He said that the things that were old and the things that you partake in, that's old, that's no more. He said that you are a new creature now. And because you are a new creature, he said that he he now have you on a path of righteousness that will allow you to give him 
all of the glory, okay? All of the glory. And what does that mean? What does that look like? It means that you live for God. It means that you wait on his instruction. It means that you read your word. It means that you pray, you fast, you worship. It means that you seek his face. And you are in complete relationship and intimacy with God. It means that you are literally after God's own heart. Because you realize that that's the only way to get out of these famines that's going on right now. It's the only way to get out of the chaos that's in the world. It's the only way to get out of the trauma. That's the only way to get out of the depression. That's the only way to get out of the anger, the bitterness, the grief, the sadness. Suicidal thoughts, the only way to get out of it. <sighs> Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my... No, I'm just... <laughs> And it says, yea, though I walk through the, sh the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. What does that mean? It means that even though I will, and moving forward, I will continue to experience the valley. I will experience dark times. But guess what? It no longer has power. Because guess what? That rod and that staff is also your flashlight. It's also the light. It's the light so that you don't identify with whatever's trying to hurt you. But you use your rod and your staff to find the word in that dark space. You can't read in the darkness. You got to turn the light on. Right? So you use your rod, that rod and that, that rod and that staff and point it towards your Bible Know what God says about you. Tell yourself, okay? I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am a lender and not a borrower. Tell yourself that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In order for you to know who you are, you have to know what God says about you. You have to know the promises that God has made for you. And the Bible is full of his promises. Full of his promises. Full of his promises. Thou preparest a table before me. That sounds like provision to me. Thou preparest a table before me. That means that he knows my beginning and my end. <laughs> it means that he knows the plans that he has for my life. So I completely surrender. It means that I'm going to truly trust God because he knows the way. It means that I'm ready to follow Christ. 
because I can't do it on my own strength in 2022 and moving forward because God wants to partner with me because he's already created the path for me. And all we have to do is say yes and answer the call. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. God is saying, in this new phase of your life, He has already went before you so that you can fulfill His vision for your life. That is the prophetic word.